You Hear Me, a podcast, a brand new podcast uh, that is devoted to young adult literature. Cody and I, and we'll tell you a little bit about who we are here in a little bit, uh, but we both love books and we both work with kids and we, we had talked actually last summer on one of our road trips. If we had a podcast, uh, what podcast, what would it be like? And we settled that it would probably be about books and then we decided maybe it would be young on young adult literature. And we listened to a few and none of them quite got what we thought would make for a fun podcast. So we're going to give it a whirl. So... Uh, welcome to episode zero of You Hear Me. Uh, in this episode, we're just going to talk a little bit about us so you know who we are, to give you a feel for what we want to have going forward with this podcast, kind of the things that we want to accomplish each episode. I will also tell you how you can contact us, and there's a number of ways that you can do that. Uh, and then and then we'll set up the first book uh, that we will read, and, and then we'll take it for there. So, Cody, uh, just kind of... Tell the listeners a little bit about uh, yourself and, and how you deal with young adult literature. I am a middle school librarian in Montana. I work with grades 6 through 8, and so every day I'm dealing with young adult literature. I'm shelving it, I'm recommending it, and I am uh, constantly reading it as well. Yeah, and I'm kind of similar. I, I teach at a, at a school. I teach English uh, grades 7 through 12. I wouldn't say that I read as much young adult literature as Cody does, but um, I do. I kind of keep tabs on sort of what's popular and what is maybe not so popular. Um, I do know that when I set up my classroom library, I had a lot of books that were very interesting to me, uh, but they were not very interesting to my students. And so uh, now whenever I'm able to go to Barnes & Noble or something like that, I, I go... I kind of make a beeline for the young adult section, and I just grab kind of a random sampling of what's there uh, based off of uh, what what the kids like. Uh, Cody, would you say there's any trends with what, what kids are, are into these days? Uh, definitely futuristic, dystopian uh, societies are very popular. There's not a whole lot of historical fiction, although I do think it might be making a comeback soon. But overall, I think the dystopian theme, I mean, it started with Hunger Games, and it's just snowballed from there. Yeah, I actually think I, I read something um, that I found on Pinterest, actually, about uh, writing for young adult literature. And I think one of the things that they said that agents are looking for is historical fiction, young adult historical fiction. So we might have to see if, if that's something that uh, we'll preview here uh, in this in this podcast. So kind of what, what our, our format is going to be, and it, this will change from episode to episode, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll choose a book. We want this to kind of be a, a book club in podcast form, and so we'll tell you at the end of each episode what the next book that we're going to read, which young adult uh, book that we're going to read, and then we'll give you about two weeks to read it, uh, and we'll read, read it too, and then we'll do a summary and we'll ask each other questions about the book, what we thought of it, why we think it might be popular, or if it's something that maybe is undervalued, maybe why is that. Uh, and then we'll take questions from, from you guys, the listeners, uh, and we'll, again, at the end of this episode, we'll show you or tell you how to get in contact with us. And we'll just kind of talk about that book and, and its place in young adult literature and, and stuff like that. I guess the, one of the key questions before we go forward is what is young adult literature? Young adult literature would fall into being suited for younger generation. It's not going to have 
quite as complicated plot, I suppose. Especially some series that are very popular can be pretty formulaic, actually. Um, there's usually a general theme of a young adult being the protagonist. And they are kind of taking on and facing the world and um, dealing with it, whether it's a coming-of-age story, uh, that's generally a main theme of young adults, or um, what have you. It's suited probably for 5th through 12th grade, I would say, that young adult would fall into. Well, and I, I was going to say, it, it is marketed, obviously, towards towards young adults, towards, you know, 5th grade through 12th grade. Um, but obviously, it has a, a massive appeal to just regular adults, too. I mean, how many adults uh, got swept up in the Hunger Games or Twilight. Harry Potter, Twilight, for example? Um, all of those. I mean, I think, I think a, a, and I think part of that, it, there's a part of it of uh, wanting to know what the younger generation is into. Uh, and then I, th I also think that part of the reason why certain young adult series are popular is because we and we talked about this a, a couple of days ago when we were growing up there wasn't really a young adult genre like there was Nancy Drew the Hardy Boys and Sweet Valley High <laughs> and I, I don't really recall a whole lot else mm -hmm. um, so I think it's an emerging market and I think it's in some ways a chance for adults to kind of recapture their youth a little bit they can't really be nostalgic towards it since they didn't experience it in their youth but I think it's something that they can they can kind of tap into and be like, I remember when it felt like me against the world. That's where kind of those dystopian novels come from. And they can kind of tap into that, I feel like, and, and remember that and, and sort of have that feeling of, of nostalgia, for lack of a better word. So, and I think that's really interesting. I think, you know, young adult books are, they're, they're marketed toward teens for sure, but I think they do have a huge following with adults and obviously we are adults that will be reading a lot of it and talking about it. So, Well, even on Pinterest and other library forums that I've been on, there's signs and displays where are encouraging adults to come to the young adult and check it out and read it, that there's no shame in it because it's generally pretty enjoyable, and especially for adults, it can be quick reads that are, again, entertaining. I think that there's something there to the, to that genre that is just it's and like, like you said it's you know maybe an easier read it's something they can just kind of read for pleasure and there is no shame in it i mean it's i think as as long as you're reading regardless of age uh, i think that's that's the goal that's what we want to see people do so it's not i don't think you grow out of it i guess would be the the correct way to say it mm -hmm. and i I couldn't take it. I had to Google what young adult literature was, and I guess I did pretty well. Um, it's for ages 12 to 18, according to Wikipedia. And um, there, within that, even there are genres for the younger, um, from probably the, the 12 to 15, and then the, the higher would be from about 14 to 18, falls more into teen. And I think what some of the really good... Uh, young adult authors do is they can make uh, you know a series and, 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 and people can grow with those books. You know, J.K. Mm -hmm. Rowling did that with Harry Potter. That, I mean it starts very simple and gets kind of increasingly complex. Um, I have a couple of high school boys who started reading Harry Potter as a joke at the beginning of the year and now they're to book 
five or six and they're deeply engrossed in it and trying to keep sense of everything. So I think there's an element of that. It can, young adult literature can be kind of, you know, simplistic and, and formulatic if you think, you know, like goosebumps, for example, or, you know, something like that. But it can get kind of increasingly complex as you, you know, depending on which age group it, it's really marketed for. And obviously there'll be adult, you know, more adult themes in, in certain books. You know, I mean, I think one of the things that makes young adult literature uh, really key to young adults is that it it talks about things like drugs and sex and things that as much as adults we would like to pretend our children don't know anything about, but they do, and it's something that they encounter um, in their daily lives. And so I think it's it's something that's something that they look at and or deal with anyway. Yeah, it's taking those issues that move you into adulthood and introducing them to you a lot of times in um, just thoughtful ways, I think, manners, getting you to think about things. I know I have a uh, girl's PE teacher who she really enjoys a lot of the harder-hitting um, books, health books, whether it's mental health or physical health. And we were recently talking about anorexia and if I had any books on that. And so I noticed that that's something that I need to grow in my library for. But it takes those hard-hitting issues and introduces them to it. And um, a lot of them actually already know a lot about some of those issues. But it, it talks about it in maybe a safe manner that they haven't had those discussions with their parents yet. And it's just maybe getting them to think about it before they do take that step to talk to their parents or family about it. And I think it, in some cases, uh, it's a way for them to get that information and, and, and learn about, you know, the dangers of drugs or the dangers of sex, because sometimes, sadly, parents aren't available. And so books are kind of uh, an avenue for, for them to, to find that out. So I think, I think there's, a, there's a couple of things. It's, you know, obviously, as educators and, you know, English educators in particular, you know, we're always excited when, when kids are reading and kids are, are vested. And I, and I think, you know, so I'm just thinking of I've got a couple of high schoolers that are going through like the Percy Jackson series right now. Uh, and, you know, that's dressing up, you know, classic stories like Greek mythology and in some new clothes. And so they, they learn a little bit about that. Um, and so it's, it's a way for, for them to learn about the world, but maybe in a cool way. Because, um, you know, I sorry, as a teacher, I know I'm not the most exciting when I'm up in front of the class all the time. So I think I think these books are can be an avenue for them to learn about life and also the, just kind of the world in general. Definitely. So should we talk about our first book that we are going to to read? Yes. Our first book is uh, Hatchet. It's by Gary Paulson and I would say this is a very beloved young adult novel. I just realized it was written in 1987 the other day and I was talking to Alan, and I was like, oh, um, I was four years old when that was written. And yet, still, I have sixth, seventh, eighth grade boys and girls who are so interested and want to reread it. They need want to read the whole series, or they want something like it. I haven't read it since I was, you know, probably in junior high. But I know that I have students, too, that, that love checking that book out. They love Gary Paulson just in general. And they love Hatchet and Brian's Song and Brian's Winter. Uh, you know, they're just there's something about those books, and that's something that I'm I'm looking forward to reading and tapping into and, and trying to figure out what's so um, great about this book. And, and yeah, I think didn't last year you held a, a 
like a bracket of books, a tournament, a book tournament. Yeah, we had March Madness. And Hatchet did very well, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I think it made it into the quarterfinals, so yeah, and it, it was it was up there. And it was going up against you know things like Divergent and, and the Maze Runner. Maze Runner, and these are books that have movies out and are really popular. But but Hatchet, which you know is over two decades old, is almost three decades. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, realistic fiction versus that whole dystopian type theme that's so popular. Yeah, so this will it'll be a a really uh, interesting book. It's a classic, um, and I think what we're going to try to do is do some some classic um, YA literature and some newer stuff too, because this is an exciting genre where stuff is coming out all the time. There's new releases every month, um, and so uh, if we do this every other week, uh, we'll fall behind rather quickly on what's big and stuff. But, you know, we'll do our best to try to hit, um, you know, the new stuff and, and some classic stuff that, that you would like to um, have discussed. Uh, if you want to read along with us, uh, you get a copy of Hatchet, uh, and you want to chime into the discussion, uh, you can email us at show at gmail.com. That's Y-A-H-E-A-R-M-E-S-H-O-W at gmail.com, you hear me show at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter. The handle is at you hear me show. And we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash you hear me show. You might have sensed a little bit of a pattern there with how you can get a hold of us. So you hear me show at gmail.com on Twitter at you hear me show or facebook.com slash you hear me show. You can like our page there and uh, leave us some feedback there. Anything that you'd uh, like to add before we we close it out, Cody? Uh, what type of young adult books were your favorite when you were a young adult? We were going to discuss this, yes. and I totally forgot. <laughs> um, kind of, well, as we talked about before, uh, there was not a... I didn't feel like there were young adult books when I was growing up. I remember being into John Grisham and, and Michael Crichton uh, a lot when I was younger. Um, so, But I think as I've... Uh, started to dabble in it. Um, like I enjoyed the first uh, Harry Potter books. Um, I actually haven't finished that series yet. Uh, yeah, shameful. I know. Shame, very shameful. <laughs> I really like. I, I did enjoy the Hunger Games. And yeah, thing, things like that. Uh, one one book that I think we'll we'll probably have to discuss that I really enjoy is uh, the Absolutely True Diary of a Part Time Indian by Sherman Alexie. Just an awesome read. Uh, and I think really poignant for those of us that live out in the West and, and have um, Native American reservations nearby. It's a really good look at that. Um, and it's hilarious, too. I highly recommend that one. So, yeah, just, um, you know, I've kind of, I've, came, I've come into the genre a little bit late, but I, you know, I like to dabble and have enjoyed, for the most part, what I've read. What about you? Well, I, I benefited greatly from a great librarian at my small school that I had. And um, she really got me into Anne of Green Gables, that whole series. And I'm really excited because I have a girl who is really into Anne of Green Gables right now. I think she's on the third book. So that just kind of makes me a little bit giddy. So I enjoyed realistic or historical fiction. Um, I would read Sweet Valley High. I started in elementary school with Sweet Valley. And then I, as we were saying, grew up with, as they grew up, I went into Sweet Valley High. And some of the college years, not not a whole lot. Um, I didn't even know there were college years. So. The, oh, yeah. It's like Saved by the Bell here. There's college years. 
I also read a lot of uh, romance, historical romance novels. There were ones where there was only, I don't, I don't remember this, the series, but there was always a girl on the cover and then two guys on the side. And it's which one would she choose? And then the whole series had the, um, the girl's first theme. And it was just different settings within the, the West. And I read those, mostly historical fiction. And now I find myself like I'm right now reading Hatchet, but also reading a kind of a steampunk novel. It's called Safiq, and it's the second one in a series. The first one's in Carceron. So I'm just totally changed gears here and definitely reading some very different things from what I did in my younger years. You're not going to make me read one of those romance novels, are you? I think we I think we should. No. I yeah. No, I I really I'll have to think on. What I'm a, I'm really opposed to that. Oh, okay. I think some of those actual novels are, you know, in the library still. So, I might have to find one for you. And they can stay there. <laughs> they can just stay right on the I mean, people are free to check them out, but you you don't need to don't feel like you need to bring me one. Well, you read The Faulkner Stars, so you've got a little romance. I, I did. Read. I did read Faulkner Stars, and that's a really good book. Um, I don't know if I would. There's romance in it, but I, I mean, that's. That's a little different. There, there's almost like a genre of itself of cancer books. That's true. That's true. Um, so, like, you know, that me and Earl and the Dying Girl would be like another one that mm-hmm. is also really good. And so I, I think while there's a, rom- I mean, a romantic plot to Faulkner Stars. I don't know that I would deem it a romance. Okay, I'll, I'll but find I can you something. I can hear that argument. <laughs> so I think it's a big draw if for I, the readers who read. If it. I just call that a romance novel, do I have to then read another one, you or do. can I just yeah. call that good? Oh no, we'll find one. <sighs> we'll find one. All right. There's got to be a Cassie West book out there for you. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Well, if you uh, out there have a suggestion for a trashy romance novel that we could ring, read Not on... Not too trashy. It's young adult here. Well, you read them as a kid, so... <laughs> um, if you have an ex- uh, you know, a good young adult-appropriate romance novel, or literally any other young adult novel, feel free to suggest those, too. We want to know what you guys would like us to read and talk about. Uh, maybe you have a favorite book that you'd really like us to address on the show, so feel free to do that. And then, yeah, we're going to read Hatchet, and we're going to record in two weeks. So you've got some time to go out, you know, get a copy from the library or put one on your Kindle, something like that. Uh, read along with it. Hatchet's a pretty short book. It's, like, not even 200 pages, is it? I don't think it is, no. I'm already on Chapter 6, and I was reading just one night when I couldn't sleep. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's a – it'll you know, like we said, young adult books can tend to be – Fairly quick read, so uh, you know you got two weeks if you want to grab a copy of Hatchet and read it. And then if you have any questions about it um, or comments about it, we will definitely share those in our next episode. And if you have any book suggestions too, um, feel free to drop us a line on that. But uh, and again, you can uh, find us. You can email us at yahearmeshow at gmail dot com. Uh, find us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash yahearmeshow, and then of course on Twitter. Uh, the handle is at yeah, hear me show. So uh, a plethora of ways in which you can contact us and talk to us about young adult literature. So and please do. We want interaction with our listeners, and um, that's the main focus of our show, like a book book club type 
All right, and then just a few housekeeping measures before we sign off of our inaugural podcast. Uh, our music, our intro and outro music is Overthrown by Josh Woodward. And if you're interested in finding that and other uh, folk songs by him, you can visit joshwoodward.com. And our cover art was designed by my good friend Justin Davis. And uh, if you are looking for more of his art, uh, you can download on your Apple device the game Perrocket play that and see a little bit more of his art uh, so uh, thank you for listening to our first podcast of you hear me we look forward to hearing from you and can't wait to discuss catch it with you in two weeks the lights are out.